1: Are the Bucks unstoppable? Can the Warriors really compete in the West? How bad is the Rust problem for the Lakers? The only question left is, say it with me. You win? Hey sports fans, Coach Nick here, and welcome to the B-Ball Breakdown Live Postgame Show, our first one of the season. I'm not sure if we're all ready for it just quite yet, but um, here we are. And as always, I want to remind you: if you want to join the show, and I believe believe me, I'd love to hear your voice and chopping it up and talking about these games, uh, then download the, the Green Room app and um, come find me over in the Bball Breakdown uh, account. And you can request to come in, and uh, we can bring you guys on, and we can discuss what uh, you want to talk about as well, because there's a lot of things to talk about today. Um, certainly, we had uh, one kind of a meh game. Uh, in the opening uh, after the ring ceremony, the Bucks got their uh, championship rings. And then we have a, a much more exciting game, this last one. A lot of runs uh, back and forth. Uh, the nature of the three-point shot is certainly something that's going to be uh, deeply affecting these games going forward uh, more and more and more. And, um, I mean, I think we're, just, we're going to have multiple games this season where you'll see, you know, each team take close to 50 three-point shots each. Um and I sense that if you get that high in terms of the number and the frequency, uh, they're not all going to be like really great offense and boom a boom and kickouts for corner threes. And um, as a result, I'm worried about the quality of the game and just the the ability to kind of watch it and enjoy it. But um, we shall see. Oh, people are kind of streaming in here right now over on the on the um, on the green room app. So thanks for joining us there as well. Hopefully, can you guys hear me? Let me know over there on the. Um, Green room. it looks like you can. I see a little green circle around my icon showing that there's audio going in. Uh, the only question now is, I hope we can hear you. That's a real big if. Uh, usually this works, but sometimes it doesn't always work. So we'll find that out, and if not, then we'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll improvise. Um, okay, should we talk about Ben Simmons? I, I was thinking that that might be what was on my mind first. I had some interesting ideas about that. So uh, Oh, as always, by the way, um, over on the YouTube side, if you want to get my attention uh, with a uh, question... Uh, or a comment uh, the super chat's always the way to go and obviously if you want to join the show get broadcast out onto youtube from the green room app and join there and request to speak and i'll bring you guys in um let me just look at here okay where well, it looks like we're clean right now so um let's let's talk about that are we all good um we're we talking about um about simmons for a minute uh i think uh i didn't even see a quick question about trading him or not I mean, it's, it's a rare situation that you have a player of his caliber uh, who wants to get traded with so many years left on his contract, which in my mind means great. Like, the other team would want to trade for him because they're not worried he'll leave after another after one year of his contract and whatever, and they'll just have a rental. Um, that said, what's going on today doesn't really help his... Um, uh his cause too much because other teams might look at this, look at this and say gosh the guy is just like you know is he a cancer in the locker room are we not going to want him um but I, I have an i have a thought and i okay granted i wasn't um i wasn't uh in the huddle i wasn't in the practice today but i have a thought although you know we i just right now i see a request to come on the show from eli so you know what let's bring eli in let's see if this is working right now so eli are you there How you doing, Coach? Uh, I'm good. I can hear you, and I think that means that everybody can hear you on YouTube, too. So
2: what's happening? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, How's the start to the NBA for you? You
1: know, I I, I don't know if I was ready, honestly, but... um I don't know. I, I feel like uh, at least at least one of the two games was a good game. And remember, whenever I'm like, if I get upset about a game that's like a blowout, it's only because I, I want like a good close game. So it's not like I'm you know want to you know hate on anybody in the Bucks or the uh, the Nets. I just want a good close game. So one for two, not so bad. Um, and uh, ready to make a video for tomorrow, so I, I can't complain. What did you
2: what do you think? Uh, well, one of the things that I saw was actually said on the telecast in the Bucks game, which was I thought was actually really crazy. Was the Bucks were switching on defense from the first game of the season?
1: Mm-hmm. I need and to dig that into
2: was this. like the biggest hate on Budenholzer his whole career, and he just came out the first game of the season not doing his regular like sag with the center in the paint and just switching everything. I don't know if it's just for the Nets or he plans on doing that the whole season.
1: Yeah, I, I want to really go through that frame by frame and analyze that because the people were talking about it and it, it actually wasn't even catching my eye and maybe because I'm just so used to seeing everybody else do it that it was like that's how everyone normally plays it. Um, but certainly, yeah, you, you uh, uh, the, the idea of like walling off the paint and to the point of giving up open threes, um, they didn't do that as much, which is really good to see. And certainly I've been the loudest vocal, you know, critic crit- critique of that uh, for the last several years. Despite them having a very high defensive rating, um, you know, in the regular season at the very least. So, uh, yeah, hey, listen, coaches can look at stuff and they could change and, uh, it's, it's, I, I think it's good to see. What, what do you think about Giannis' form on his jump shot?
2: Um, I I don't know Maybe I was watching your video From uh, From a couple months ago
1: (laughs) Maybe It still looks janky A little bit Less head Throwback um, On the shot Um, Although by the way LeBron hits a three In the fourth quarter late And it was the most Violent head Jerk back I'd seen And it still went in um, but it's still the rhythm is not still great it wasn't as good as he did one in the preseason that I shared on Twitter like you know a few days ago uh, that was much smoother than what I anything I'd seen last uh, tonight even though he still hit a few so um, so we'll see, but you can certainly see that Blake was having a little bit more difficulty guarding him thinking, well, I kind of have to get out a little bit har- uh, higher than I normally do. Uh, that's going to, but if he can get that down, by the way, um, he's the greatest of all time and he'll erase LeBron from our memories. I swear to God, if he can hit threes at a, at a 37% clip, forget about it. For- forget about it.
2: Um, I really wanted to ask you is about this little uh, Warriors team that just beat the Lakers. Um, and I'm looking at their roster, and, like, they're starting five, and, like, I really think they're just a bunch of, like, below-average role players, and they're somehow able to put together a really good team. And I don't know, like, if you have anything that, like, you know why they work so well together, because I really do think that their roster is below-average. Yeah. Curry.
1: If if there's a team out there that can take 50 threes in a game and they have most of them be good or the the bigger percentage of them than anybody else in the league get good threes, it's the Warriors primarily because I did a video uh, two weeks ago about the most common sets in the NBA and I featured a bunch of teams. Guess which team I did not feature in that video? The Warriors. Why? Because they don't run a lot of those common sets. They run a lot of clever action uh, designed to get everybody open to spread the floor, so you can suddenly make a team that's sort of average, but like has pretty good shooting across the board for them. Uh, you can compete, and that's what they used. Right, the, the three-point shot was their main weapon. I'm gonna call up the uh, the, the box score in a second, but I can I'm pretty sure they outshot the Lakers, um, you know, from the three-point line. And when you do something like that by enough threes. You can erase any of the inside uh, advantage the Lakers did have. So the Lakers made, sorry, the Warriors made. Oh, that's interesting. I clicked on the box score and it's all zeros. How about let's go to ESPN then? Uh, Let's just tell you right now. So ESPN's box score scores. Um, The Warriors hit 14 threes. Oh my goodness! The Lakers outscored them by one three. I think they're probably at the very end they hit that one or two, but that's fascinating to me. I I would have thought just by watching it that the three-point shot really gave them an advantage. So anyway, the point being that they're generating a lot of good shots, and so that'll keep them in the game. Plus, uh, you know, their defense is is not bad, and you know what? They got some defensive plays from Bielitsa. If that's happening, oh my goodness, uh, then then they're going to be in a lot of these games. I thought for sure he'd just be a sieve, so... Basically, the offense is a big part of it. And, um, you know, they're no middle defensive scheme. They don't help one pass away. They're very solid on that end. And that's going to, you know, they're going to hang around. And then you get guys like uh, Curry who can do it. And let's not sleep on Jordan Poole. The guy can score 20 a game. The NBA is back. And at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, the key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code BREAKDOWN. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code BREAKDOWN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An authorized sports betting partner of the NBA must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All righty, we got some more people want to come in here. So let's go. Oh, my God, it's not in order. Maybe it is in order. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Maxie. Maxie, what's happening? We'll do one at a time here. Oh, uh, and John. Let's do two at a time. I hit the wrong button. Uh, What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, coach? Hey, what's going on, John? And Max, are you there too? Well, maybe we'll get his mic on in a second. But, John, Uh, what's what's happening? What what, what did you see tonight?
3: Oh, I'm watching the Lakers-Warriors. Obviously, you can see my picture with the Warriors gear on. Nice. Um, It was nice to see the ball movement, like you said. Bielitsa made a huge difference. You know, the the Warriors Twitter was – or not Twitter, but even their Discord with their super fans, were going nuts over that stuff. You know, first half everyone down, not believing in stuff. Second half, amazing. A lot of it was ball movement, a lot of layups. Uh, they actually did a really good job crashing on the boards. The board, check the board stats because I think they were pretty close. And um, that's crazy because the Warriors are super undersized, and and he just he just did just enough to annoy the Lakers, uh, Bielitsa, that like they got some extra rebounds with people like. Curry and
1: the yeah. Pitching down yeah the uh, the Warriors actually out rebounded them 50 to 45 and they out rebounded them in the offensive side uh nine to five which is you know important in a close game like that for sure so uh, yeah that was that was huge for sure the rebounding they competed down there because it was kind of ugly I thought uh, for a lot of that game when the Lakers had that lead uh, they're just kind of pounding him inside but then they can match that with threes I- I'm still like dumbfounded that the Warriors only hit 14 threes. Didn't it hey guys, seem like a lot more? Oh, sorry.
3: Oh, I was going to say that um, Curry, Curry had an off-night shooting. He never shoots well in Staples, and he just had another off-night. So their, their numbers would have been better. They had a lot of three looks. They just didn't hit them. Yeah. Which uh, is crazy yeah. that they won by this much. And they weren't hitting them. So all, all the Warriors fans are just kind of drooling over themselves at the moment. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to come down a step because we ain't that good. But, well, you know, it's, it's still nice to see the start.
1: The Warriors fans are a unique breed of a uh, fan. I mean, certainly the Lakers are, too. Um, but it's an interesting clash when those two uh, hook up, for sure. Uh, there, there'll be plenty of hand-wringing, I'm sure, uh, for the Warriors. But I'm glad to see they got the win there. And they'll kind of, you know, tamp it down for at least at least one night. Because, uh, you no, know, there there's some good parts here. Jordan Poole, I'm really high on, did the video on him. He made me look really good tonight. And, um, you know, they have a team. Wiggins, I thought, looked pretty good. And he's a guy that can guard LeBron a little bit. Um, So defensively, Looney can do some things walling off the rim. Wiggins is a a very good defender. Green is probably the greatest defender we've had at that position, you know, ever. Uh, You know, Poole is not a bad defender. He actually had to switch off and guard LeBron a little bit, which was interesting, but he tried. Uh, And then you have Iguodala. Porter is my one guy I'm kind of worried about. I don't know how well he really, really fits. It seems on paper like he would be a really good fit there, but I don't know. I saw some training camp, and I saw some tonight, and I'm, I'm iffy on him as well.
4: I think if you have Igadala in there, though, that kind of almost negates the need for Porter sometimes,
2: especially yeah. down the stretch, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see why they'd like Borders He's a big body, and he could shoot, um, you know, but I just I, I just wonder. It doesn't, he, he'll need some more time to, to season himself, I think, uh, before we, we see anything that would really, I think, help him in, like, really big games. Uh, but they, they certainly, should. and then, just, you know, Juan Toscano kind of Anderson has proven himself to be, a, you know, a guy that could come off the bench and, and give them some minutes and create some things. So uh, this is going to be a fun team, I, and I stress that word, team. This is what this is. And then cool. when, obviously, Clay comes back, um you know in fe- in january february whatever that whenever, whenever that's going to be you know now now you really i would think you have something
4: yeah for sure i had i had a question for you uh we saw all night them having just great interior passing how did you notice how they were getting into the paint like that and how multiple guys were able to come off of the wings sort
5: of and, and all dive in there at the same time.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't happy with the Lakers rotations at all. They, the, we, the third guy having to bump down wasn't really doing it well enough. Uh, and they were coming from weird angles uh, from the weak side too. So when they were setting the uh, down screen into a handoff, the pistol action, you know, Curry is going to take two guys. They weren't switching properly. They weren't communicating. It's very rare to see a Vogel team do that. They were not on the same page, especially in the first game where you would thought like they they should be really you know fresh from the training camp and and getting reps defensively if that's what they were doing. So that was a little shocker to me. So you'd see two guys go to the ball coming off a handoff, and then the guy handing off would roll and then no one would like maybe one guy would tag him for like a step and then leave to go back because there's a lot of shooting on the warriors and that guy would just have a free run to the rim and they were finding that and we saw that in the uh in the the nets game as well and nets were really hurting the bucks I mean, really hurting them, whatever. But, like, they were hitting Klaxon a lot on those. So the guy handing off ends up being a really valuable uh, attack uh, person in when you get situations like the defenders uh, con, uh, confused and out of, um, out of positions. So I'll, de- I'll definitely make sure to show that in the video tonight. Before I forget, I want to take care of a, a super chat. Thank you so much, Andrew Zhu, best friend of the breakdown, always there for us in our live shows and super chats. Thank you, thank you for being so, so generous, Andrew. And he asks, Hey, Coach, how do the Lakers need to incorporate Russ on offense? Tonight was not it. Go Dubs. Oh, man. Uh, well, first of all, you can't play uh, uh, Russ and Rondo together. Uh, that clearly was an ugly thing. And you can't really play... I wouldn't play Russ with, like, DeAndre Jordan either. It was just like, he he's going to try and put his head down and get in there anyway despite there being no space for him and that's the problem he needs to be able to recognize that and not go headlong in there and lose the ball or throw the ball away or whatever he was doing tonight um, I don't I, obviously it's not going to change this is how he plays but it's been like head scratching how his entire career has been unable to sort of recognize situations like that and as a result it's on Vogel to put him in situations with the lineups and the personnel so that it doesn't happen that much where it gets all clogged in there he's got to have four shooters around him so 80 is going to be the center um you know, you could probably do, you know, LeBron hit, what, five threes tonight. I don't know, His rhythm is really janky. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so it, there's going to be tough lineups. There, there's probably going to be one good lineup the Lakers can find where Russ can really uh, perform nicely on offense. Um, and they're going to – hopefully it's a lineup that they can actually play a lot of minutes. Otherwise, Russ is going to end up, you know <laughs> – if not, that he's going to play thirty minutes a game, tops. You know they're going to have to limit those, and that's going to be uh, that's going to be an interesting conundrum for uh, for Frank Vogel and the Lakers. Um, any other questions, real quick, from Maxie or John before I go on to anybody else? Yeah, just one more comment on that. I mean,
4: as a Sixers fan, watching Ben Simmons and having Doc Rivers play, you know, Dwight Howard all last season with Ben, yeah. Um, I, we're going to see the same thing with Russ, right? Whether it's DeAndre, whether it's Dwight back there, there's just going to be somebody in the paint, and that's going to make it almost impossible for him to to drive. So
1: absolutely, uh, it's, yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, go ahead, John.
3: So i would say that uh, one thing for a future vid: uh, watch watch Russ's freestyling on defense. I think that's going <laughs> to kill the Lakers. It kind of killed him tonight. His shooting killed him worse, but him freestyling on defense mm-hmm. and not being able to know to not do what he's doing. Um, and leaving people wide open that shouldn't be open Allowing for overplaying above the key And then allowing people to drive by him Is really going to hurt the Lakers this year
1: For sure, I can in my mind's eye I can picture at least two, two possessions like that Where he sort of was like he's pointing And he's like there But he's not in the right position at all And then a guy cuts right through the lane and Where he needs to be uh, And then he'll grab one guy And the other guy's not ready for that switch He's not communicating it So uh, yeah, and, and that's the kind of thing I don't Russ isn't really going to get better at that per se So that's an interesting question but uh, awesome stuff! Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much, Coach. You got it. We'll see you next time. Uh, we got a lot of people who want to come on. I got to talk about Simmons though, but let's let's get some more people in here. Maybe I'll do what I usually do on the green room. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll bring. I'll, do, I'll bring two in at a time. I usually bring everybody in, but let's keep it uh, somewhat organized. Let's do Hassan and let's do Daniel, friend of the breakdown. Daniel and I were DMing earlier today or during the game. Uh, what's happening, guys? You there?
6: Can you hear me, Coach? Yeah, I can hear you,
1: Hassan. How's it going?
6: Great, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I haven't been on because uh, I don't know, my green room has been acting up. For oh, a while now, but it's looking good now, so that's good.
1: Yeah, you sound great. Uh, Daniel, are you there from down under?
6: Yeah, I'm yeah. here.
1: All right, always good to hear you. I it, what is it like? Is it later early there? Uh, it's four o'clock p.m. Oh, okay, great, no problem. <laughs> so that's good. Um, all right, what do you throw someone out there? Somebody,
7: um. I was very frustrated watching that game. Um, well, full disclosure: you know,
1: Daniel is a very big Lebron, uh, sorry, Russell Westbrook uh, fan, or not fan. Anyway, you're a fan of his, I guess. Is that what how we characterize absolutely.
7: you? He, he's my he's my favorite player. Um, you know, he has been for a long time. Um, you know, I, I just get really frustrated when um, you know Westbrook already had a bad game. You know, when when you're looking at his. Uh, decision-making in terms of the shots he was taking. The the, the pull-up twos, I don't mind, because it's only in the past three, four seasons where his pull-up twos have started falling off. Yeah, But it's such a habitual thing that he's been doing since year since year one where I'm okay with that. But his three-point shots that he was shooting were really, really um, aggravating. I feel like um, he should return with his three-point attempts, I want him to go back to the Houston three-point attempt model where he would take one early. If he made it, he would take another and then maybe another. He ends up with about three for the game. Um, But tonight he kind of just jacked them up and then in the fourth quarter played good soldier and just kind of passed it off and wasn't really aggressive at all. Um, I think the Rondo-Westbrook lineups were really puzzling to me. They had Rondo-Westbrook, Baysmore, Anthony Davis and I think it was Carmelo. Mm -hmm. And... You know the the high post ups for Melo were frustrating enough, but you know Westbrook's playing two guard in that lineup, and it's clear throughout this entire, at least throughout this game, it was very clear that if this is um, like the base formula for it, that Westbrook is going to be playing two guard, Um, which is fine. I I think um, my favorite version of Westbrook was two guard along Harden. Yeah, right. Uh, You know, I, I think it was more efficient. There was a stretch where he shot forty-two percent from three. With me, you know uh, that three-point model earlier with the maybe three attempts per game at most. Where, but they 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 want him to be like more so of a playmaking two guard, which I don't really quite understand. If you if you're going to be a playmaker, you want to be handling the ball. But they had Rondo handling the ball Um, defensively. That lineup makes me want to kill myself. Um, And overall, I was I was extremely frustrated. with just the positions that we're putting Westbrook in, because um, there was three, I can call, I can recall three shots of his. I think twelve or thirteen attempts. Um, they gave it to him with less than six on the clock, and if you give it to Westbrook with less than six on the clock, you've got to expect um, just a chuck up shot. Yeah, um, which I really wasn't really happy with at all. You know, if you want Westbrook getting downhill, I don't mind him playing with Dwight as much. I really dislike him playing with um, DeAndre, but playing with Dwight. Um, I don't, I'll, I'll mind less, but you can give him that dump-off pass to his centres, but if you really want him to be effective, you either have to have him with the ball, running pick-and-roll with three shooters um, and the centre being able to pop or roll, or you have Rondo facilitating, Westbrook catching it and making a decision in one to two seconds. And I didn't see much of either of that tonight at all, so that, that was more so my thoughts on the game from a Westbrook um, perspective.
1: For sure. Uh, And really quickly, uh, for those of you, at least on on, uh, YouTube, who can watch this, I'm going to sort of talk a little bit about Russ. What I've noticed, I need to go frame by frame uh, a little bit more closely to look at his jump shot, but – It looks like he's doing something differently on his jumper this year, which is the arm, uh, the shooting arm is kind of going up a lot more than it used to be versus like sort of up and out. It's kind of going up in a way that it's almost like a weird violent um, contortion uh, in the shoulder as it it rotates up to the release. Um, I don't know why he started doing that. Maybe he wanted to get like more arc on his shot. So he's trying to figure out maybe my arm goes higher there. But it doesn't look good to me. And certainly if he's going to hang in the air and try and shoot threes, uh, that's always been a killer for him, um, and it's going to be uh, his. You know, he won't be able to make very many threes consistently at all. Doing that, LeBron does it too, but he, he's now all over the place. He hangs most of the time, but sometimes he doesn't do it. Uh, in fact, when he doesn't hang in the air is when it looks the best. Um, as a result, he still shot well from three. LeBron, let's see, he made five. What did he shoot? Um, five for five out of eleven. So that he was he was good, but. He's just going to be, the variation is going to be all over the place with LeBron, too, because of that. And so they're going to have a tough time making threes. Uh, in my mind, I mean, you know, Mello hit two. So at their height, when he hit two in the first half, it like the Lakers looked really good. They were getting contributions from people, but um, LeBron's not going to go five for eleven very often, and I don't know where they're going to get it. Avery Bradley is a good shooter, and so is Carmelo. So they're going to have to get it from those guys, who are only going to play, you know, combined not a ton of minutes. So I'm cons- I'm concerned over the Lakers that um, they can easily get outscored by the three point line, uh, you know, by by you know five, six, seven, eight, and if you do that you're going to lose a lot of those games uh Hassan, what what's happening what do you think
6: uh i i was going to ask you about that because um he took 11 threes tonight and the last two seasons lebron's kind of taken more outside shots mm-hmm. and th- i don't think that's going to work against the you know the really really good teams do you think that um it might come back to hurt him because he's always dominated inside and sprinkled in some outside shots but now it looks like he's not living out there but taking more than he should so oh do you yeah agree
1: with that I I absolutely in fact I mean he listen. he shot 13 for 23 but he take away the 11 threes and so he, that's what is that 23 minus 11 is uh is uh, 13 12, 12 12 and then he made uh, eight out of 12 of those huh so he shot really well but like there, there's we, we keep seeing evidence and I know it's not like in a huge sample size but like we're seeing uh, we're seeing over the last like three years um, you know, evidence that his decline is happening. We are in the middle of it. He goes to the basket and he misses the easy shot. Or a guy kind of bothers him, which he never would have even noticed, you know, before. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we saw that again tonight. Even, even though he shot really well, he, you know, the couple that he missed, I, I think in my mind I can see right now, was, you know, we're right at the basket and they just got, he got bothered by a defender who was like, shouldn't have bothered him. So... Um that's going to be an issue I think that's going to come up you know throughout the season as well. Now, the big games and everything heightens and his focus becomes like you know superman again and he maybe that doesn't happen as much in the playoffs but uh you know it, it is happening and that's when a guy like Anthony Davis needs to you know assert himself even more. I thought Anthony Davis was great. Like he he yeah. was the best player on the floor um but he he spends 25% of his time on the, on the ground, literally on the ground. Um, yeah, he takes a beating. <laughs> yeah, but he but he falls, uh, you know, he just falls he too. He goes to the ground a lot,
7: yeah. I, I think, especially on his inside finishes, he might be looking for calls. But he goes to ground a lot, and then they can start, like the other team can just push. Yeah. I really just, that, that was something I noticed as well, yeah.
1: And, and he, it hurt, you can get hurt doing it too much. Now, you might want to fall because you don't want to, There's you're afraid of a foot underneath you, and you don't want, or you're awkward or whatever. Um, and that's, that's something, but like not as often as he does it. And that just makes, and he's such yeah. a big guy. Um, and it's hilarious because it, a couple months ago on Twitter, there's a thing where somebody developed it for old people. When they fall, it's like an airbag around their whole body. <laughs> and it like it opens right before they hit the ground. It's amazing, right? Like Anthony Davis <laughs> needs that under his uniform. Uh, I think that would really help him. So, hmm. um, yeah. So, so we'll see. Uh, any, but any, any other last points before we uh, move on to anybody else? Uh,
6: I did want to ask. Yeah, you I was actually. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead, son. Yeah, go ahead, son. Uh, For Giannis, like i don't know if this is just me but he looks like the greatest like driver i've ever seen in my life like i used to always think lebron was the unstoppable force but this dude's like seven feet that long extension like it's incredible like like, like just his body like, i just wanted to say like i've like he's he's so like people don't give him enough credit like he's so special so unstoppable like I think people gotta appreciate it more instead of just saying, "Oh, he just dunks all the time." Right. <laughs> right. That guy is that guy is incredible.
1: Yeah, he's like Will Chamberlain. He's a, he's he's graceful. He's long. He's got he's got touch. Um, you know, he's got it all. I'm telling you. He starts making uh, some of those more of those three pointers. Uh, he's the greatest of all time. He will be the greatest of all time when he's done. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, there's no one because he also and he does. He might not pass as well as LeBron uh, overall, but he he still sets a lot of guys up and he looks to pass and he can and he can facilitate that way. Uh, he he'll be the most unstoppable force we've ever seen if he can really start hitting those threes. Uh, Daniel, what what about you? No, I was just going to mention um, first of all, great point. I think Giannis.
7: 30 i would say 36 percent would even like if he just get to average you know he's such a threat from you know like from you know everywhere on the court if he can shoot 36 i think um he boy would definitely be the greatest of all time um as, as as an individual player i think also to take that next step they need to move away from Lopez at five and just play Yannis at five oh, yeah um, he's strong enough to do it He'd be unstoppable. I don't think there's too many fives that could guard him like that. Um, I think it'd be unstoppable. But um, one thing I was just going to mention um, with um, LA later in the season, you know, they get they get Ariza back, they get Horton Tucker back, they get none. Um, you know, to me with with LA, I think more so with with anything, I think you have to look at with like the lineups they play um, with because Vogel, I think, is a very good coach, but I don't think he. I think he needs to do a lot of lineup management with this team because a lot of players won't fit together um, quite so seamlessly. You know, to, to me, uh, the closing lineup should to me should be LeBron, Westbrook, Anthony Davis, uh, Mellow, and Ariza. And if you're not going to play Mellow in the closer, then you play someone like Bradley. But I don't think Bradley stays around. Um, I think he's only there until Ariza comes back. So, but I think they need to have a re- especially Ariza because of his defense. But I'm not too sure about Baysmore I'm not too sure about having, especially Rondo in that lineup. You know, I think they've just got a lot of things to sort out. That I don't think is going to get sold out. You know, in in two two three weeks, it's gonna it's gonna take a long period of time. I wouldn't even put it before 2022. Really, um, before LA starts really looking looking good, um, as long as you know, I think Charles Barkley said. You know, he had a good point. Surprisingly for Charles, you know, he said if street clothes as in Anthony Davis can can, can stay in his uniform um, come playoff time will be pretty much the big key
1: mm-hmm. uh,
7: in everything here. And for so sure. I think lineups and then, you know, making sure they're healthy.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, great points, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, we got to bring everybody else in, but uh, we'll see you in the next one for sure.
6: Thanks, Coach. Thanks,
1: one. You got it. Uh, we got some super chats. And, by the way, I want you to know, I see everybody in the, who's requested. We've got Martin, Bobby, Jerry, uh, Trishawn, Philip, Eric, and Alan. I'm going to get you guys in one second, but I have some super chats i got to take care of. Again, thank you guys so much on the YouTube side. Max, who was on the show just a second ago, uh, thanks for chopping it up, Coach. Watch out for Isaiah Joe this year. He'll definitely be getting some minutes tomorrow with Simmons out. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep my eye out for Isaiah Joe. I mean, I, I was just um, exposed to on uh, the Bucks uh, Nuwala. No, it's that his name, whatever his name is. Uh, who I was, I guess he played a little bit last year, and he played for the Nigerian team in the Olympics, which is where I recognized him, but I couldn't remember why. Um, so I, he's a guy you got to keep your eye on as well. But Isaiah Joe, we'll keep our eyes out for him, Max. Thank you for being so uh, for so being so um, uh, generous. 24 seconds. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the super chat. What are your thoughts on, there it is, Jordan Nuora. Nuora, forgive me. I really like him. He, you know, he had a nice floater. He was hitting some threes. He's, he's aggressive. He didn't look in, uh, intimidated. That's really where I start to draw the line about the young guys coming in the league. And do they look intimidated? Can you see it in their face? And if not, then that I, I tend to like that and feel like they can do well. Jimmy Butler had that as a rookie even coming in. You could just tell he wanted to be there. He felt like he belonged, and he did obviously belong. So it's like that kind of, that kind of look that uh, he seems to have. So I really like Jordan Wara. Um Maybe a video on him at some point if he gives him a little, a little bit more um, sample size to look at. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see. And, boy, that would make the Bucs, uh, you know, really tough because they're already missing guys who are, are going to help them big time. Uh, and if they can get uh, kind of quality production out of that guy, then, um, then they're, gosh, they're going to be really, really good. And then Kerchief Amp, thank you so much. What do you think of Jordan Poole? Well, if you saw my video from a week and a half ago, and I'm kind of l- lament the fact that I didn't get that out earlier because... During training camp is when I decided to do the Jordan Pool video before preseason games. I wanted to like announce, "Hey, you guys got to keep your eye on this." And I was traveling; I was busy. I got back. He had the one or two, he had two games, or maybe one game. I can't remember now. And I was able to get the video done there at least and get out ahead of it a little bit. But certainly, the guy—the guy can be a twenty-point a game scorer. He's got a terrific three-point shot. He's got great skill. He can get to the basket. He's not like Clay in terms of movement quality, but um, he's maybe like smoother and maybe. Like like more live and more long, um, but uh, he's just got a, gr- a really repressive game and worked really hard to get there. So, and he's gonna have a great opportunity 30 minutes a game uh, as long as his ankle is okay. So uh, he's going to be really, really good. And then you throw Clay out there, um, you know, I don't think Clay looked that good. Uh, you know, he's not obviously not ready to come back at all yet. But, like, if he can come back in a couple months and not be so stiff and have a little bit of um, bounce to his step, then, uh, then, you know, look out. Like, the Warriors are going to be really, really good. They'll be able to defend. They'll be very versatile. They'll be able to switch everything. And they'll have just tons and tons of shooting out the wazoo. They're the ones who, who might end up breaking the record for three-point attempts in a season because they're going to – I mean, I, I know that Brandon Payne, Steph Curry's trainer, he wants Steph to shoot 23s a game. I don't think he's going to get there, but like he might get to 15. Uh, and then, you know, from there it's easy to get to 50. So we'll see what happens uh, with that Warriors team. So thank you guys uh, for all the Super Chats. All right, let's bring some more people in here as we keep going. What a great show so far. Halfway through, I think. It's getting a little bit late on the, uh, on the West Coast too, but let's bring them in. So let's do Martin and let's do um, Bobby and Jerry. Let's do three at one time and see how that works. Uh, so we can get some people in here. So what's happening, guys? We got uh Martin, Bobby, Jerry anybody? Martin. Oh, uh, hey coach. Oh hey. Uh,
0: by the way, is it Geary? Gary Jerry What is it? how do you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Uh the you got it right the first time. Giri.
1: Geary. Geary. I and I think you called him before yeah. and I think I forgot, so forgive me, but um yeah, welcome. Yeah. Thank you guys. What's uh what are we gonna chop it up about for next? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i from India and now, you know, I've been up since 5 a.m. watching these matches. <laughs> oh, and wow. the first match kind of disappointed me, you know, the Nets versus Bucks. I'm a Nets fan, I'm a Harden fan. It mm-hmm. kind of disappointed me, but the Warriors, Warriors games was good. And I had my eye on Nemanja Bietlitsa. He was so good down the line for the Warriors. And you know, I was very happy to uh, see him, you know, play as a, a role guy. And I, I, it was nice that they kept him in the closing lineup.
1: Yeah, by the way, B-Elite's at 26 minutes, 6 for 7 from the field with 4 assists, 11 rebounds, 15 points, and a plus 20. Uh, I thought in the fourth quarter they might have played him a couple extra minutes too many, because like they were start to, starting to attack him on defense, and I thought it was going to really go badly, but he kind of got it straightened out. He hit a big three after that to balance that out. Um, I, I, I'm still not quite sold that he's going to be someone they can rely on like in the really tough games, like in a playoff series, but You know, that's a great debut for him, for sure.
0: Yeah, I guess he'll be defensively vulnerable to guards like Trey Young. You know, I probably can't play him against those teams. Right. uh, Like, against big forwards like Paul George, I guess he'll be able to, you know, hold his ground.
1: Maybe, maybe. We'll see. But
0: see, yeah, he made he made a couple yeah. defensive
1: plays tonight. I was I was really really surprised. So, you know, you get him into a, an environment where defense is encouraged and trained, uh and you know, even guys who have not shown that ability in the past can can pick some things up. So, it was really great to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, what better team than the Warriors to, you know, bring out the defensive potential in players? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And one more thing I had my eye on was the play of Russell Westbrook, and you know from the first quarter on I was having his eye on him. LeBron tried to drive, and you no, know, usually there's a spot of shooter standing in the corner, and he had no one else to pass except Russell Westbrook, and of course he clanked the three. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know whether this pairing is going to work.
1: Right. I, I don't think it will. I, I I said that in the video in the summer, uh, and everyone wants to say, well, whoa, whoa, gotta give him a couple months. I, I don't know. I, I don't yeah, think you I do. Mean,
0: yeah, it's, it's not gonna uh, Westbrook is not suddenly gonna become a forty percent catch and shoot three point shooter, you know. No, he so won't. Not I, have. Have, I have little faith in the, their pairing. For sure, I think uh, the key player in this this game was Anthony Davis with this offensive rebounding and you know point scoring. He scored, he had like thirty points. Yeah, and, you know, I guess that's what kept them in the game. And uh, there is a lot of and for a lot of times I feel uh, he becomes underrated for some reason. Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron kind of overshadows him, but Anthony Davis is the real key to this to this team.
1: Yeah, he for sure, for sure. And don't forget, over there on YouTube, if you guys want to join the show, you know, get the uh, Green Room app and uh, find me on B-Ball Breakdown and then request to speak. So, uh, Martin, Bobby, do you guys want to weigh in at all?
2: Uh, um, wait, can you hear me? I can. All right. First thing I want to mention is I think the when the Nets spear got crushed is when Chris Middleton uh, jumped. You going up for a three-point jump shot, and – he almost kind of deliberately landed on LaMarcus Aldridge's foot. and I noticed he did that back in the playoffs, and I was like, man, that is so unfair. It's like if you do that every time, you get three and the ball because it's a flagrant. Right. So I want to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Well, we we did the video talk, talk about the new rule changes, and they were going to see if you know if you are uh, intentionally getting underneath the foot, or it's too much of a, an aggressive move. Yeah, they're going to call that a flagrant on the defense. Uh, I I mean I I think that when you're trying to shoot the shot, you really aren't aware of where your feet are going like that. Like I don't I I don't think you can intentionally try and land on the defender's foot like that. I mean. Uh, and besides, I don't know why you'd want to Because that's a, almost a surefire sprained ankle um, But it's a, it was a good test case At least to see in the beginning How they're going to do this I thought the refs were pretty bad overall I didn't really like how they were, they were letting a lot of contact go They missed some travels um, But, um, you know, I think that they're going to have to They're going to have to, do, you know let this one for the next few weeks, call them, not call them, whatever, and like, you kind of get together and reassess what's going on, how they're calling these. because that one, I, you know, I don't know if that one really should have been a flagrant. Right now, you think that that shouldn't have been a foul at all?
2: What, well, the way I, uh, what I would compare it to is in baseball when a player, like, Doesn't leans get out of into way. a pitch.
1: Yeah, right. Right. So, and by the way, the rule is you have to try and get out of the way a little bit at least. Now, so even though Don Baylor like got on the first base every time by, you know, leaning in, um, you're supposed to somehow. But I, I don't know. I feel like you're very vulnerable up there. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, But, but I, I agree. It's going to take a while for them to kind of dial this in and figure out exactly how they're going to want to call it. And they're going to need some reps uh, with it for sure. But that was an interesting turning point, yeah. But it, it, it kind of, to me, it felt like uh, the the Bucks just had control of the game. You know, there were a couple of runs yeah. in there where the Nets sort of came back, but uh, it didn't look like uh, the Bucks ever were in doubt in my mind. Just when that, and, and that's sort of was a big shrug, you know, for the second half to me.
2: Uh, I, I was really questioning their starting lineup. Like, I really think they should have played Bruce Brown for point of attack defense. Because- uh, they were kinda of struggling with that. Wait, right, remind
1: me, so who it was uh Harden, uh K D, who uh who do they start?
2: Joe Harris, uh Nick Claxton, Blake Griffin.
1: Yeah, well so you know, Blake, K D and Harden have to start uh, Klaxon, you know, is interesting. And, and he did sort of nicely, but defensively he needs some work, uh, even though he was been, he's been better on that end last year. So I don't know what that was about. Uh, yeah, it's, I think that, I think that uh, Nash is going to have his hands full trying to figure out lineups. And, uh, you know, maybe it's all moot when, if and when Kyrie gets the uh, vaccination. Um, and, and if not, they're going to have to trade him. I don't know what they're going to do because they can't afford to have him just sitting on the, uh, you know, not play all season long. You know, maybe, the, you know, that's why maybe yeah, that's Simmons should be no. traded for him or something. I don't know.
2: One last thing I wanted to mention was Draymond Green um, kind of being, a, at times, a detriment to the Warriors' offense. Like, he's passing up yeah. open layup lanes. you like, get, to pass, not to, like, Steph, but, like, to Iguadala or uh, last year would be, like, Kent Bazemore. When that shot doesn't have as much value as a rim attempt.
1: So, yeah, wait, I'm so, was there a question about that? Or you just wanted to make oh, a comment on, on Draymond? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Draymond, you just got to take more layups. Yeah, no, the
1: problem is he doesn't make a lot of those either sometimes. He made one where I thought, oh, I looked like he'd rushed it and it was like a terrible angle off of the, the glass and it somehow rolled in uh, going to the right, uh, I think maybe in the first half. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's astonishing to me that he hasn't been able to, to improve that area of his game at all. Um I, I think he he has a way of he has a a sense of what he thinks his season workout should be and um that clearly it's not working he he should already he should have already developed a, a three point shot by now uh you know a decent average three point shot for somebody who's going to get wide open threes all season long and um you know it, it is frustrating because remember he can pass so he is good at that he can contribute um but um Yes, it, it, it's going to be a sore spot for them if they, with certain lineups. But they do have so much shooting now that they can, you know, when Looney goes to the bench after his four-minute run in the first quarter and the third quarters, you know, they can mitigate that mostly. And then plus, what he you know what he gives you on defense is so good uh, that you know they're going to be okay with it. So we'll see. But, but they, you he, know, there's a lot of stuff cost, they got to figure out. Yeah,
2: He might cost you some points, but he's going to give you a lot of possessions on defense, and he's going to save a lot of baskets. right.
1: Yeah, you know, and and he will make a bucket or two, and he will set up, uh, you know, get some assists too. So that's he will he will contribute, but it's uh, it's just it's just strange that a guy in that situation wouldn't have improved, uh, you know, more uh, than he has. And uh, I, I, you know, hopefully maybe one one of these off seasons he'll get with somebody, um, you know, who can who can help him. Uh, Andrew Zhu, another uh, super chat. Thank you, thank you so much. You're always there and uh, and way way too generous. Uh, why did the Nets choose to play Javon Carter and James Johnson over Millsap, Bruce Brown, Cam Thomas? Minimal contributions from those guys cost the Nets. I mean, Millsap is is a shell of himself. I don't think he's going to be be a contributor. I, I think he's just done. I think his his seasons, you know his his legs are done Bruce Brown I don't know why I don't know why he didn't get more run and then Cam Thomas as well uh I think that Nash is just gonna have to experiment and try and then you know the game got kind of you know out of control early and, and he, who knows how that works and how he you know started running his lineups but um I, I would I I'll suspect that you'll see uh Bruce Brown certainly get more minutes coming up in, in the next few weeks and he'll he'll be playing around with that for sure so that'll watch for that uh nope definitely um Martin, are you there? Do we talk, Martin? I can't remember. Did I hear your voice? Yo, what's up, Coach? Hey, what's
6: happening? Um, I just want to ask you one question. Sure. So, um, which young player or player do you think will make the first all-star appearance?
1: Oh, oh my goodness. Like so, what young player who hasn't made it will make his first one this year? Jeez Louise. Um, uh, Gosh, I don't know if that list. I need to see the list. But um, who do you think?
6: I think John Morant from the West and from the East. I kind of want to see Tobias Harris. Um, to, I, you know,
1: Tobias to might not be a bad call. I I kind of wanted to uh, go on a you know campaign for him. Uh, when the, with the Clippers, I guess that was two years ago because uh, I thought he was on his way to doing that. So that's not a bad call. I mean, he's not really a young player, right? Tobias is already a little bit, you know, long in the tooth. But um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like I was thinking like the you know a second or third year player is suddenly going to come on the scene. I mean, heck, Jordan Poole could let's say he keeps keeps improving and more and gets to like 23 points a game, you know, for the whole first half of the season. Why not have him, you know, uh, and he's maybe, you know, shooting a crazy number, a percentage from three. Like, you know, maybe he gets to be an all-star. I don't know. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, listen, uh, is there anything else you want to say, Martin? Um, That's about it. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thanks for coming on, guys. I'm going to, let's clear this out. We're going to get everybody else in here as as soon as we can. Um, Mm. So let's do this. All (laughs) right. But thanks for coming on. Appreciate you having us, Coach. You got it, Gary. Thanks. We'll see you in the next one. Mm. Um, okay, so we got some more speakers. Um, we talked about Andrew's uh, super chat. And let's see how we're doing. All right, cool. Let's see if we can get through some more of these. Um, let's see here. Uh, I think I'm going to go – let's try Trishan, Philip, and Eric. And then I got three more people who are waiting that I'll, I'll try and get you on as soon as we get through there. So what's happening, fellas? What's up, coach? Hey, what's going on, Eric? What's up? Yeah.
8: yeah, I just watched the Warriors-Lakers game. I mean – like it would say, it's my favorite team, and then I, was, I always like LeBron too. So that's just oh, you
1: mean that. you're not on, you're not on the Light Years Live Show post game, whatever they're doing. Oh, what is it like, oh I, well, I don't want to tell you then if it's a competitive you know uh you know uh, the light years podcast all those guys are always doing live stuff uh and it seems oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it seems like every single warriors fan in the world is there and like yeah, into crazy numbers so I thank I, you for kinda, joining us
8: yeah no worries i kind of laughed when <laughs> steph said on his pose i said he played trash and all and all that obviously he didn't shoot shoot the ball like shoot the ball ball but like I thought he actually had a pretty good game, to be honest. Like, like forget about the stats, but, like, like the way, like, he looked good, like, on, on his move-in and all that. The only thing is just, like, yeah, he's, his shots were not falling. But, like, I thought he, he made a lot of tremendous, like, finds. Even that didn't lead to, like, like a didn't lead to assist because it was, like, a second pass. But, like, he looks. He looks good. He looks good. And then I'm like that's my opinion.
1: Oh yeah. Well, he comes off those screens and drags at least two, if not three, defenders with him. And then he was making the right reads and the right passes all night long. So for sure, uh, if he didn't get the assist, he had a hand in a lot of that. Uh, did you have a heart attack when you saw him slip <laughs> near the corner? I on
8: the, uh, from the liquid and all that. Yeah. yeah. Man. I just. I don't want to see this like again. I mean, I. I know he's. He's. He, he's been, like overcome. Like you know, he really kind of. Faded with like that from that you know injury prone guy, but like he, but he's not a guy like LeBron that can you know probably right. admit as much as like like as or like Giannis you know so like I the thing yeah he, he I'm a little bit worried when he tripped and all that
1: so. um, uh, yeah especially because remember that happened when um, oh god who was that like um, a Serbian player some a European player on the on the Rockets fell in the playoffs and then he he came down the court on the off the dribble right after that and then slipped and hurt his knee. Remember that? That was probably twenty sixteen. I am 2016, I mean, yeah. my think. Who was the guy? Uh, the lefty, six uh, ten lefty guy who could shoot a little bit. What was his name? Yeah, we, uh, yeah. We need anyway. injuries, right? uh, who knows? Someone knows that name, Monty Yunis. Thank you, Andrew. I uh, always come through with me uh, for me. Um, so, so that I was thinking of that. I am like, oh, please don't let that happen again. It's not I, we can't have a another injury prone year like we had last year. Um, that was rough. But um, well, Trishon, what do you what do you got? What do you think? And Philip, uh, you want to weigh in?
9: I was just gonna say that like it's not gonna be great for the Lakers if LeBron's their most efficient
5: three-point shooter.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, that is true. LeBron cuz we know that LeBron's gonna end up being like 34, 35% probably tops. He's, that would be a, a high water mark. He's
9: streaky. He's really streaky. Yeah. And a by the way, primarily, like just to
1: understand, it's not just—I mean, it's a fact that he's streaky, but the reason why is because his rhythm. First of all, his elbow veers out way far to the right, so he tends to shoot a lot better when he goes to his left because he gets better alignment that way. And anything on the left side of the floor. But then um, he hangs in the air, and if you hang in the air and like shoot like almost on the way down your three-point shots. It's just—it's going to be almost impossible to be consistent. You can get hot, and you'll nail some, and you'll miss some. But um, so that—that's basically why. But, but I'm sorry, I interrupted. Uh, finish your point.
9: Uh, I'm—I was just thinking like there's LeBron's not going to shoot five for eleven every game.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
9: that's really efficient for LeBron.
1: Right. So I said, what you're and saying is you're, what, you're concerned that for the Lakers and their and their chances.
9: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, because by the way, look at that. Anthony Davis, monster game. LeBron James, monster game. Russ was bad. Uh, Melo was good in the first half, but that was about it, and everything else dropped off. So, uh, yeah, it's not going to be enough. I feel like in the playoffs when they won the title in 2019, it was enough to have AD and LeBron kind of go off. Uh, You know, somebody would fill in on the margins. But now um, I, I wonder against the better teams. And by the way, the Warriors are obviously good. They should be the top like four, you know, top four or five. But like you know, there's other teams the Lakers are gonna have to play that are gonna be even harder to to to, to compete with. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's early. We need to give them a little bit of time. But uh, you know, what what we saw from tonight, the the, the evidence is uh, is not encouraging at this point right now.
9: The first half had me convinced LeBron was about to be like uh like he was a couple years ago.
1: Yeah.
9: Like he just came out and he just felt like he couldn't miss. Yeah. Did he start like five of five.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, like
9: not in tough shots too. They weren't like.
8: <laughs> it seems like his weight his weight loss this summer really helped him. He looked smooth. Though. I'm just saying on his jump shots.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was seven for ten in the first half. For 18 points, Anthony Davis had 20 though, and nine for 16. He was taking a lot more shots. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they looked good. They were, I mean, they were only up by six. And again, uh, the three point breakdown was was still really really weird. The Warriors only shot four for 16 in the first half when the Lakers went six for 18, um, and yet the Warriors were still competing. It's like I kind of have to pull this apart even more and go play by play to figure out how they were still within six. It's it's really 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 strange to me how that how they were able to do that. Um, you know, good teams usually are able to make a, more of a separation um, with that. They shot much better from the field, forty-seven percent to forty-one. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm befuddled there. I'm not really sure how that happened. I'm have to go watch the game again and figure that out.
9: I, I think it was because like when LeBron was not in the
3: game, free throws, twenty-five like- out of thirty. Warriors nine out of nineteen. Lakers.
1: Okay, that's okay. That's a good point. But, yeah, sorry, finish your who – was, who was making that point? Uh, yeah, Trishon?
9: I was I was just saying, like, uh, the Lakers, like, they go – like, when LeBron wasn't on the court, it seemed like they couldn't score. Like,
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, by the way, that's a great point. First of all, when LeBron w- went out, they really struggled a bit. And then when Curry went out – That's when the Warriors went on a run in the third quarter. I think it was a third. That was huge for them. And
4: Jordan Pohl, like,
8: kind of just, you know, be really aggressive and then got a lot of like sparked it out like i think it was also in the beginning of fourth yeah and i was when- it was yeah, the, and, uh, yeah i made a bunch of, a lot of good passes for them too yeah
1: so. and uh, and elite was in, was involved in that too as well uh, you know breaking guys down in a slow-mo way and hitting shots and, and setting guys up so i mean that's really really encouraging if those guys can create stuff uh and then that you know because before like last year when steph career on the bench forget about it their offense just completely <laughs> fell apart it was
8: Miserable to watch, yeah. But how, like, what do you think? Like, obviously, we, we know what Jordan like. Like he, Jordan Poole, like he's like he really like uh raises game and all that. So, like, should they find a way to when Clay comes out, like yes. assuming he's a version of himself, like should they find a way to let him coexist to start him, or you think it'll be oh, better if he, oh, Well,
1: I'm looking at this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I would think yes, start him. But then, what does that mean? That means. Uh, Steph, Pool, um, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond. Um, right. You, can you, have
8: you small know, size, small. I guess. They don't have like.
1: Yeah, have but size. but that was always their death lineup. I mean, when they, they had Kate there, so it's like, um, so so maybe that would work. Um, you know, or or yeah, you, you leave Looney in the in the starting lineup, and you put Poole as a sixth man, and and he you know will still eat a lot, and then he'll get a lot of opportunities to play alongside Clay, and then alongside Steph, and then maybe by himself a little bit um so i i don't know i mean i think that coach kerr has generally been a little more conservative well he's not been conservative because he's gone small ball too so he has a choice is whether he wants to go small and have draymond be be the center or not um in the regular season i kind of feel like he'll probably just let looney have those minutes and then bring Poole off the bench
8: yeah no hopefully i mean as a fan by the way
1: yeah and that, that look in that bench Pool Bielitsa Iguodala Damian Lee Juan Toscano Anderson Otto Porter. That's a really good
6: bench. I
1: really think this bench can win them win them like fifty
8: games. I actually like actually believe that. Like I'd like are th- they going to compete with like the Bucks and
1: all that? And Nets?
8: We'll we'll see. I, I don't know, but like I think they can get fifty wins this year, like with that bench.
1: Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, like Damian Lee oh. has gotten better too, and the way they operate in their offense, like it's going to generate bad. shots for him.
9: Correct. He, he had it like Kaminga, oh, Moody, and cuts. Wiseman too,
1: don't they? All oh, right. Well, yeah. So, forgive me. Wiseman's going to come back at some point. I think he's he's going to be terrific, and he's pretty damn good as it is now. Um, so, yeah, I'm telling you, the Warriors are deep, and they're going to get deeper, and um, they're they're going to be there. I think at the end of the season, and and you know, uh, conference finals should should be where they they'd be looking at.
4: Jordan
9: Poole reminds me a lot of like, uh, like what reggie jackson was for the clippers in the playoffs?
8: Mm. interesting
9: yeah or just okay see, maybe just his shot selection like they both just shoot the ball and it's it can be frustrating but it can also be like yeah it can also work out like i'm i think i might like jordan Poole's like mechanics jordan
1: better than um reggie's in, in, in a yeah, way but, that like Jordan might be more of a knockdown shooter than Reggie is, although Reggie yeah, got hot and he looked can, great in the playoffs. I'm
9: just like, I'm just like comparing like I seen a couple of shots from Pool that I'm like, what are you doing?
6: Like,
9: <laughs> and I I'm <laughs> watching Reggie Jackson throughout the playoffs. There was a lot of shots from like we could have moved the ball around. We could have got a better shot. You didn't need to really take.
1: That. Yeah. Yeah, that really long three. I hear you. Yeah, and that's what that's the process, and he'll learn. And he's a smart kid uh, as well. So I, I would anticipate Jordan Poole. That's why it feels like, you know, 20 points a game is like the floor here. I think he can get better, uh, and he, and I think he has the ability to, to get better. So uh, it'll be um, – uh, and we have an interesting question about Moses Moody. Uh, I need to see more before I can have an idea, but I think I don't think he's got a higher ceiling than Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole, is, I think, is a twenty some point a game scorer, and I, don't, and I don't think Moody is there uh, yet at the very least. And Kaminga too. Kaminga's got a great body, I just don't think he's ready to really contribute much, and he won't get many minutes at all. So, uh, like barring like some you know an injury, um, we have another um, another uh, super chat. Thank you so much to Neeson Nadu, friend of the breakdown, who's always been around there. Hi, Coach. Glad to see you back. Glad to be back. Glad to see you out there, Neeson. Uh, Who are you expecting to be the Lakers' wild card ace up the sleeve? Love from New Zealand as always. All right, the love back to the Kiwis. Um, Let's see here. Wait, can I? I can use that term, right? Kiwi is a not a mean term for New Zealanders, is it? I don't even know. Someone tell me. Um, Let's see here. Uh, So who's the wild card ace up their sleeve? Uh, (laughs) Andrew wants to say LeBron. I mean, on the Lakers, it's probably like like a kind of like a mellow if Melo gets hot and then he doesn't get killed on defense, but I thought defensively, I mean, they yelled at him one where he didn't come up on, uh, Seth Curry on a, on a, uh, pick and roll. Um, Kiwi's fine. Thank you. Thank goodness. Um, okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, so, so if, if, uh, so here's the problem when you have guy like, we know that LeBron gets mad at his teammates, right? When they screw up and sometimes he gets mad at his teammates when he screws up. um, so I'm curious to see how that's going to happen and when we see like Russ and and you know and, and Melo do their normal stuff which is going to you know violate you know LeBron's uh, sense of you know decor. Now I, I had a good tweet earlier where I uh, I said that the reason why they need to stagger Russ and LeBron minutes is so that LeBron is on the bench and won't want to, won't be able won't be able to kill Russ. Uh, so easily be, uh, in the game after Russ does, you know, something ridiculous that uh, you know is a terrible turnover, or a bad shot. Um, now it, it, we'll have to see how that's going to work. Not every team needs to get along; and they don't have to be all happy and buddy buddy, but it certainly helps. And um, you know, the vibe. You know, we look at what's going on in Philly, so I think it's time now to talk about Philly, but. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, I, I'm gonna uh kick you guys out and we're gonna bring in a couple more people. Um, but thanks so much for everybody for you know being in the part of that show. Uh, we have a lot more requests. So I'm gonna try and get as many as I can. I know you guys come people came in later, uh, but we're running long on time. But uh, I want to talk about the, about uh, S- uh, Simmons for a second. So, Alan, Will, John, wait, a, give me give me two minutes. I want to talk about uh, Bill uh, the Ben Simmons issue and then we'll um, and then we'll I'll bring you guys in. So, um, okay, Ben Simmons. Um, we don't know he comes back but we don't know if he really wants to come back and the Sixers I don't know if they really want him to come back Um, you know what I mean because they threw him out of practice today because he wouldn't get into a drill now throwing a player out of practice at any time from a coaching perspective is like the last thing it's the worst outcome you can have because you no longer have him in your presence to like actually did I say Bill Simmons? I met Ben Simmons before. Uh, we can talk about Bill, too, if you like. But um, anyway, the, the throwing a player out of practice, he's now gone. You don't have any kind of the influence that you might need. And if you have a goal, an overarching goal, which I don't think Doc seems to have, then you probably wouldn't do that. Um, the goal is to to take this player who is clearly didn't want to be in the team and somehow get him back into good graces and welcome him back in and and, and, so, and get him to want to be part of the team. It seems clear that he doesn't really want to do that. He he might just showing up out of the sense of like I want to try and make some money or something like that, Um, which is not good. And I I don't want to like you know I want to I want to make sure that I understand like Doc is is perfectly justified in doing what he did, but. I'm sensing that, like, I need more information, but it was like he, he, he wasn't participating in a lot of the stuff. It sounds like he's sort of there, but he was wearing sweatpants. So he wasn't really, like, there to work out or whatever. Um, so it, what it sounded like to me was they put the starters out there without him, and then as a walkthrough, they said, okay, now, Ben, you go play defense. And, like, that was probably, like, um, offensive to him. It's almost like when you say to a starter, you know, you're, you're, you're up or you're, let's say you're down by 30 points in the fourth quarter with, like, three minutes to go. And you try and put him in the game. And, we, and we've seen that in the past, usually in the lower levels where the, 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 the player is like, F that, I'm not going in. That's, you know, embarrassing or something. Um, now, I always felt as a coach that it's sacred, no matter what, whenever, whenever no matter when you're called to go play in the game, you play. Um, and uh, but in this situation, Doc, might have wanted to like even test him more, but like he's clearly playing a bit of a petulant child. Ben Simmons is, and when you're you know a, a parent, you you know what the kid is trying to do is get you to you know raise the emotion and, and goad you into reacting, and you, you want to do the opposite of that. And so my, my take on that was, you know, he, he might not have needed to press that button by, like, trying to have him play defense. You guard, um, you know, the guy that's replacing you. You know what I mean? That's kind of like I could see why Ben would, might feel a little bit, you know, disrespected that way. Um, and as a result, you know, he won't do it. And, so, and then by the way, w- w- the players themselves don't ha- haven't seemed to have spoken to Ben Simmons at all. And there's a leadership thing here. Like, I- I'm trying to picture, like, Kevin Garnett, would have probably, you know, put his arm around the kid, dragged him into the corner and had a nice talking to with him and like connected and try to tell him what they expected and whatever, something. Joel Embiid, I think, said he didn't even he hasn't spoken to him at all. Um, so there's a lot of things that are lacking in this whole situation. And maybe the results wouldn't have changed. But I would have liked to have seen some more checkboxes checked uh, to try and see. Because if they really are um, sincere in trying to get Ben Simmons back into the fold, then you need to do some things besides the typical Neanderthal coaching thing that Doc is you know, starting like he's doing. Um, if that's not your goal, then okay, whatever. But then now you're just distracting from the rest of the team and causing way too much awkwardness. Because what's going to happen now? He's going he's to come back to the next practice. And, well, is he, is he, is he or is he not going to practice? Um, who knows? Maybe throwing him out, he'll come back and he'll be ferocious and he'll play in every drill really hard and he'll be whatever. But I don't. I just don't see how this is how there's a clear cut goal on their end and what they want to have happen. And uh, and it, it's as simple as laying it out and then then attacking it that way. And B needs to be the leader and he needs to you know have a talking to with him. Uh, a heart-to-heart, something uh, you know. Anybody else to buy? Somebody needs. They need to have a, a moment where they can, you know, can, can communicate with him, and then certainly Doc as well. Uh, now Ben needs to obviously move in the other direction too to to make it, you know, be at least be professional. Um, but um, you know, the bottom line is if they want this to change and and actually get value out of this and get Ben playing again, which is how they're going to be able to trade him, then they need to do something different. All right. Let's bring Alan, Will, and John in here, and we'll see how uh, what they think about everything uh, today. What, what do you guys want to talk about?
10: Well, I mean, I prepped some uh, some Warriors-Lakers stuff. Do you want to talk about Sixers? We could talk or... about
1: that, but also I want to thank you all for being so patient with me. I appreciate it. No, know it's been a yeah, while no, uh, right, waiting man. in the queue, but, uh, <laughs> and it's late. No but, um, yeah, you know, we could talk about whatever. I mean, um, maybe a real quick Simmons thing since we're on the subject if you have uh, an insider, well, or anything.
10: I mean, for Simmons, I don't know, man. I mean, it's. I think that so. I mean, I've thought about it a lot more than more than I, I wish I had. But um, I think the Sixers are in a position from the ownership standpoint, from the office standpoint, you have to break the Mustang to sell a stallion. Um, yeah. From their perspective, they're going to wait um, on this trade. They're not. They're not going. They want to get value out of Simmons, and um, to move him, he's got to play. Uh, So they're just going to keep taking his money, I think, until he buys in. And it's in his best interest to make as much noise and cause as many problems as he can. And it's down to the the front office and the coaching staff to hold it together until he either plays or they move him. I think that they believe in what Joel brings in a leadership role to kind of block out some of the noise that he's inevitably going to make. I think that they can just... Ride out the storm, get a playoff berth and win. I mean, Maury has always said that the team's not done till the trade deadline. Um I, I he's he's a person who, who believes that kind of stuff when he says it. Um so yeah, I think they're gonna hold tight. Yeah. I think it's gonna get uglier, a lot uglier, actually. Yeah. And I see this ending with a with a a trade somewhere or a lawsuit. really. <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, I think what's going to happen is he'll just stop showing up or they're going to say, listen, just just stay away. If he stops, sh- here's the thing that at what point
10: does the money get too much? Because is it is it 10 million? Is it 15 million? He's throwing a, a, a multi million dollar temper tantrum. And at some point he's got to realize, oh, shit, yeah. um, Clutch led me really wrong here. Um, maybe I need to join up with Neurlands and file suit.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why he showed up like if this is how he's going to act.
10: It's because it tells that tells me that he eventually is going to play. OK. Because okay. he just released a statement that it, I saw something in the Athletic today where it was like, you know, I'm just not—I wasn't ready to come back to the team before mentally, and uh, I'm not ready to play yet mentally. Well, okay, he got over the hurdle to get to the team. He he's always going to get over the hurdle mentally. Whatever, air quotes there yeah. to play. Right. Okay, he's going to do it. The the, the reason he came back is because he didn't like the money coming out of his count okay because okay, guess what 15 million dollars is 15 million dollars
1: yeah no I, I hear you you're right i mean that's certainly a good motivating factor um, <laughs> he's but he needs to be he's
10: not going to sit that. out because he doesn't oh big fucking tears he doesn't like playing with joel and B. are you serious it's basketball it's 15 yeah. million dollars because you don't like playing with a guy like get out of here well like, yeah it. well it's, it's funny money.
1: because he didn't start saying that until after i did the video on that <laughs> so yeah I think yeah yeah it. i mean
10: like you know I, I don't like my boss very much but if you're gonna take 15 yeah. you know million dollars on my account i'm gonna Right, it's fine. Well, the
1: mistake—the mistake in my mind was like I, I was saying two years ago that this this pairing was never going to get right. where they want to oh, well, go. Oh,
10: yeah. I mean, everyone has. This is it's this 100%. is you could have seen this coming from ten miles away. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you know, but,
1: we're always going to head to this area, this this area here. But again, yeah, I just think that Doc, you know, and I know Doc's like, yeah, you got to break this down, you whatever. But it's like if the goal is we got to get this guy to you know come back into the fold so we can get a product on the floor where he can play well, and then right. you know to trade him or, or to keep him, whatever it is is uh you know what they're you know it's just an antagonization now it's not like it's not going to end any differently it's than, get ugly. You know, yeah. yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna it's gonna
10: continue to get ugly and yeah. until and ben, ben's gonna start playing because he doesn't want to lose any more money yeah. he's gonna eventually got to toe line yeah. and uh you know they they will
1: have they will have broken the mustang to sell the stock and by the way if, will, if i was another get, team i know mm-hmm. what he can do i don't need to see him yeah. play to trade exactly. for him but well i think I, the
10: other teams want to see that he's willing to, to to, to play a role to capitulate because yes. they don't want to they don't want to buy that asshole right you know they need a broken they need a broken horse
1: yeah and and by the way uh, you know he could be misunderstood I tried to do this on Twitter the other day on a He's long thread about him um it, it, here's my take on it because you know I I remember talking to him like you know it, you know year, sure. a couple of years ago too and he, he seems angry and he seems like closed off right and that's just way <laughs> Yeah, he, is.
10: he wants to be magic and he's not yeah. magic. <laughs>
1: but like even just like you know after practice like walking around like right. there's just like a you know but here's my take Okay, yeah. he's not shooting well. And by the way, I, they're, they're, it's he's almost an right. indictment of what's going on in Australia because look at all the Australians <laughs> who are getting into the league who, like, who can't shoot. thigh x Oh, right. uh, no, yeah. Uh, even like, That's a great know, point. Even like Joe Ingles, like can do it, but man, is, 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 uh, is this Hey,
10: listen, Jingles is a 50-40-90 guy. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's a shot, but it's ugly. Uh, Baines no, I, yeah, was able I, to hit is. a few, but
1: like his yeah. form – uh, you know, except for Patty Mills, it's like there, there's not a lot of other guys. I don't know. I, and, I, and by the way, Josh Giddy, I was going to do a video on him. I'm like, they obviously taught him to shoot without dipping the ball, and he's never yeah. going to be consistent doing that. So something's going on in my mind that they're trying to be really strict <laughs> in Australia, and it's really doing him a disservice. But the point being is, yeah. he, he's he's um, he's he's um, he doesn't shoot well, and he's no. trying to work on. It. He's trying to work on. It. He keeps clanking. He keeps clanking. Well, I
10: mean, I I subscribe to the Kevin O'Connor. He shoots with the wrong damn hand.
1: Well, that too. And I, I agree too. I, 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 I had said that too uh, at that time, but way back in the day as well. But, you know, it is what it this is. This is what I mean.
10: He's a, he's a loser. He wants to shoot with the wrong hand because he thinks it's cool. He's an idiot. Well, I, I don't know.
1: I, what the, else to well, say. the story was his father, when he was young, made him shoot lefty. So let's blame his father. Oh. But um, <laughs> the point being that, like, imagine that, like, you know, they're, they're telling you, I'm going to fix this. I know exactly what to do. Do this. Doesn't work. Do this. Right. Doesn't work. Years, years, thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of shots. It's not working. Well, he and shoots like
10: LeBron did. And- in, in in 2005, he's got his elbow out. He has he's that weird side flick of the wrist. Yeah. It does, it's never going to work that way. He has to break it down. Right. So he refuses to break it down. He's using the wrong hand. It's it's yeah it's, it's,
1: no. All right. Okay. Can work. Well, okay. I, I guess I mean it's it would be so unprecedented. I mean, I know like Tristan Thompson switched hands for the free throws or whatever. But like um, I, I just it's I mean again that that is a that is so radical that we can put it up there and out there a little bit. But sure. the bottom, well, the point I'm trying to make. Is that I, he probably has gotten jaded and really and like closed off and and, and, and harsh in, in, in because it's like nothing is working for him right he's trying these different things and you know what, besides from switching hands and so as a result he's like what the, what's the point you know what's the point of doing all this stuff it's not going to work anyway here's who I am and that could change and that's someone. and
10: that's why he's always going to suck
1: yeah because he probably he just needs some like some mushrooms and. Um, you know, yeah, uh, no, yeah. He amazing. needs no. He, the dude needs to
10: take a little trip. He needs to take a journey, okay? Because yeah. he has to get to a point where he believes he can do it. Because <laughs> I mean, t- tell me the one thing that all the greats have in common: they know they can do it, okay? Yeah, no, that's true. So,
4: Simmons has always struck me as a guy that is in love with the NBA lifestyle, but <laughs> he's has never Karnaschus. been a guy that that's wants to the- put in that work. I mean, how many yeah. years have we been talking about the jump shot now? Yeah. This is baby I mean, flowers'
6: so It's, it's the, the same. League.
10: It's exactly the same as it was when he came in the league. There were I some know. red Crap.
4: flags with him at LSU when they didn't even make the tournament, and he didn't care enough about school. No, he to qualified care. LSU in an SEC school, which, by the way, academics <laughs> have been going under the table for years. There, he Trust is always, me, yeah. and it's it's a it's a shame in a lot of ways because this guy, I swear to you, is in the one percent of athletically gifted players. Like mm-hmm. he is 6'9", 6'10" moves like a gazelle on the floor has great court vision when he wants to be there can rebound can do almost everything on the floor he is uh this is gonna sound like a weird comparison to some but he is basically like a superhero version of draymond green like people
10: like always say you can't make that comparison because draymond's so unique but if there's anyone who could actually pull it off if they played the role it is. It is him. It is Ben Simmons. He does Simmons everything Draymond do does, Draymond and he does it at a, a yeah high, at a faster high, pace. I completely handle agree. better
4: pass. Like he yeah. just does everything a little bit better. Yeah, and, and you
1: wouldn't run Draymond Green at your point, right? he, well, I, he doesn't defend better than Draymond, but but um, it's close. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about no, that. It's close. See, Nick,
10: no, I, I'm I complete as I think I think he's got better lateral quickness. I think that if he locked in to film, he could get there. Uh, Simmons has wise. been
4: talked about as a defensive player of the year candidate. last, so,
1: By the way, I think that Thibault is better. <laughs> and, 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 well,
10: yeah, Thibault yeah. watches film.
1: Right. But it's, it's just, he doesn't Thibault's watch Thibault film, is, Ben
10: Simmons. Because right, he's a character. Yeah.
1: And, I, and, I, and I agree on the on-ball stuff. But, when yeah, the, the, what what uh, Draymond does as a quarterback of the defense is, like, unparalleled. Oh, uh, yeah, no, Dray- I mean, okay, Draymond's yeah. a genius. In terms he's of actual notes. But Draymond has to
4: be that because he doesn't have that athleticism. That's true.
10: Yeah, exactly. I agree. So,
4: and this is coming from a Warriors fan. Like, I'm calling in yeah, because man. I'm hyped about tonight's victory. Oh, you yeah, want to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, for I, sure. I'd love to. I think we actually have a bench, and I am so thrilled about that because <laughs> the stat that was insane to me last year this is a real stat. You can look this up. <laughs> okay. With Curry on the floor last year, we had the tenth-rated offense in basketball. So we were yeah. above average offense. We were top ten offense in the league. With Curry off the floor last year, we had the worst offense in the NBA in the last five seasons. Just think yeah. about how crazy that that's
10: is. Sad.
4: Yeah. No, I hear that what? is insane. That, that makes zero <laughs> sense. That's we a have nice. guys that like Brad Wanamaker in Europe now. Michael Mulder, likely yeah. on his way to the G League again, Europe. Nico yeah. Mannion in Europe. I like Kayvon Looney as much as the next guy. He's very <laughs> intelligent. That man was starting crunch time minutes for us. Kent Bazemore, like, oh, yeah. made a couple plays tonight. Frisky player. Speaking of basketball IQ, I don't know if he has any of that. Um, you know, he's, he was starting for us at the end of the season. Just think about how crazy that is. Hey, he started for the
1: Lakers. Go ahead, <laughs> I want to
4: I wanna say this because I – Jordan Poole is one of the biggest surprises I think I've ever had as a fan of basketball in general because him as a rookie was miserable, and he got a lot of playing time as a rookie. There was no inkling of this coming down. We sent him to the G League bubble last year, which, if you remember, was in February or March. Yeah, yeah. He came back, and that last month of the season, um, call me biased, call me whatever, he was a huge part of us. Getting to that like playing well, yeah, game, He yeah, like twenty
10: points a game, didn't he?
4: He could have been the sixth man of the year just for that month, or sixth man of the month, or whatever
10: you want to call it. Yeah, he yeah. looked great. Oh, right, and can I can I just bullet point here before I toss it off to Nick? Yes. So <laughs> I have so first top top of the list. Can we? So no more Steve Kerslander, like ever again, please. I've
4: never had Kerr slander. You I know, think-
10: I've been hearing it though. Like, it's not just like, not just in the dregs of Twitter, but like from like some fairly reasonable voices. Like, hmm, are we sure that like Steve Kerr, like he really knows what he's doing with Andy Lou? And you can just tell
4: us. It's Andy Lou. It's fine. I, yeah.
10: I mean, like, it's just, well, and I've, I've heard it in a already. bunch of places. I've heard it. I've heard it at the ringer. I've heard, it, I've heard some, some voices. And I just, you know, I'm done with it. It's, I, <sighs> yeah. name me a team where Juan Castano Anderson works other than the Warriors. <laughs> right. Okay. No, like playing the four, like get out of here. Yeah, like, I do love some JTA.
4: I don't think he's terrible, um,
10: but I think he's <laughs> a fringe. Kevin hey, Looney wants us to answer. These are system players. Okay, they bought into the system and they execute at the highest level. They are not good. These are not NBA players.
1: Uh okay. yeah, I mean I hear you. You're right. I mean you know and and because JTA every once in a while will do something like oh look <laughs> at that, but you're you know not a consistent yeah. thing that you rely on. No, he's
10: but. he's there's no there's no discernible difference between Dorian Finney-Smith and Watkins Donovan. Like on on a skill like an overall skill level. Okay. Finney-Smith
4: okay. was a starter last year for
10: yeah. Finney yeah. Okay, I've been watching Finney-Smith since he entered the league. Like I'm, that dude, that dude was we got that dude for nothing like off a of scrap heap. Like we, who's your team we, by the way? Mavs. Oh, you're a Mavs guy. I saw the Yankees hat. I thought you were East Coast. Huh? Uh, no, I I, I uh, bandwagon the Yankees because I've got I've got no uh, home baseball team, but I'm Mavs guy.
4: All right, for sure. Um, <laughs> my thing with Looney is he is so unathletic,
10: That's, but yeah. I do think
4: there's a spot because he's very. He actually has an incredibly high basketball IQ. Yeah. Oh,
10: I'm not for sure. No he, question. He, no, no question at all. Absolutely. Like he. Yeah. The way
4: he does, like, he doesn't make, like, mistakes that'll kill you, which a lot of players will do in those situations. He's always kind of in the right place at the right time. He sets great screens. Yeah. Um, And even though he's, like,
5: undersized, his timing on blocks. Yeah, he's a a great player.
1: Yeah, Alan, 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 jump in here. We haven't heard from you yet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Um, Yeah, I mostly just wanted to ask about, uh, I mostly only got to see, like, the fourth quarter of the game. But I wanted to talk about uh, Bielitsa at the five, which was like interesting, unbelievable. Yeah,
10: that's a word. yeah. and that's I was,
5: word. and I was, I was like, man, with eighty out there, I, like we're gonna get killed. But then, you know, it started working <laughs> out, and then. On the offensive side, he was putting the ball down, creating plays, and I'm like, okay, maybe you know, maybe this might work out.
1: Yeah, well, it's he made than he made a couple out there, honestly. He made a couple of defensive plays uh, in the first half <laughs> that was like, whoa. Now the other thing was the refs were letting him play and letting him be pretty physical, so he got away. He got one flagrant, which is just you know, dumb. I, I he obviously wanted to put LeBron on the line, but you can't hit him in the head. But um, he. Uh, uh, but that because the refs were letting him play, like I think he got away with a couple of bumps, like you know, in and around the basket that weren't called. Um, Classic you know, I think on you know, but, and, and by the way, Russ was the must have missed one of those uh, from that. Although he was just Russ. I mean, listen, you, you, I don't know if you remember the videos I've done to show like he's very average at finishing at the rim. He's not a really good three point yep. shooter. Doesn't have a floater. So it's like, what is he? You know, what what is Russ? And Russ was kind of embarrassing this t- tonight, the way he yeah, played. Um, yeah. And so, as a result, like, it was an interesting mix between Russ screwing the pooch and then you had Bielitsa, like, doing stuff like, whoa. But uh, again, I, I get, we've seen, by the way, we've seen Bielitsa do this. We've seen him put the ball on the ground and be really awkward and slow and herky jerky and, like, wait, no one knows how to defend this and then he can still put the ball in. So, I mean, crap, if, you know, as an eighth man uh yeah wh- why he's not great. yeah that's right? great i was very very People intrigued by what i to saw
10: criticize russ in the media because he's a biblical asshole but like he really is like not good um yeah like russell, russell westbrook is a is a incredibly talented human being and, 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 a, and a freak athlete he is a he is a he's been a bad basketball player for
1: Right when the athletic um, ability goes, it's gonna be it's gonna be oh it's gonna be even clear. worse than
10: it is right now. I mean he so I mean he still can't shoot because he still no he, for some reason he he is not heeded anyone's advice when they tell him hey Russ maybe don't jump ten feet in the air right. when you shoot threes yeah uh, your shots flat and he's on the way down
5: yeah he um, still has his bad habits of like, he just, like forcing plays
10: yeah he's he's he can't, he's never like he needs to take some pointers from Rondo who learned how to shoot threes just by like you know yeah. not jumping like five feet in the air. Um yeah. But he he never will because he's Russell Westbrook and he's the most unculturable player I've ever seen since wow. like Alan Iverson. Um well, so, yeah, minus I, I, I twenty three on the floor tonight. Garbage. Right. I, minus, yeah, no, He's he's a he's a bad player. He's he's not good. Yeah. Now, all, all the of,
4: Lakers uh, fans that were talking about um using him off the ball like yeah, they did, did in
10: Houston. It. We've been saying that eight years. <laughs> that yeah. Houston years, lineup saying, had Westbrook PJ Tucker
4: as center who is six foot five. Like yeah. That, yeah. is, that is not the way it's going to work. On right? the Lakers,
5: Russ is essentially their small ball five.
10: Honestly, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. they end up trading everybody just like before they're going to have to go micro. I'm telling you. It's, Last it's point I want to make. No, I'm, 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 been I'm, awesome. taking, I'm taking the way under on the Lakers. I'm all the way out. Last
4: point I want to make. Are the Warriors, because we're getting Clay and Wiseman back too, oh, to an already pretty deep bench. God. My guy, is could of
10: It's not that deep. looks trash. Yeah. I he's washed. His back his back's not. Anyway, his, we'll, his back we'll, will never yeah, be. We'll yeah, okay. but finish
1: that finish that thought. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah.
10: Yeah. I think
4: with Otto just give him a couple games. All no. he needs to do is make a couple corner threes, which no, he's more no. than capable of doing. Is this team good enough to make it to the conference finals? Because in no. my mind I think they are. <laughs> no.
1: I, I I yeah, no, I, I mentioned that a little <laughs> while ago in the show. Yes. I because no, it's I, not Clay. Clay changes everything if he is Clay. If he is explosive and he can shoot and he can move and play defense. Um, Jordan
10: Poole can't shoot off the dribble. I I don't know if anyone's noticed that, but he can't shoot John, off the dribble. John, He's
4: better than us in the West. Then give me your answers. Mavericks. <laughs> I don't know. All right, coming from the, coming from the Mavericks, man. No,
10: know. it's a homer pick. No, I mean I don't know. I. It's do you trust shit. Utah because I mean we saw them. Oh, no. oh, absolutely not. No, no. We trust. I mean, do we trust, no, I mean, I do do we trust Phoenix? Utah.
4: I mean, this team probably was going to be eliminated had Davis not get injured in a pivotal Game Three at Staples.
10: I I, mean, I like the Suns. I you know, I was listening to Bill Simmons the other day, and one of the smartest things he said is, I think, um, who you know, who's going to be the next Suns for for this year? It's probably the Suns,
1: right? Uh, I, in the West, I don't see why it, why it shouldn't be. Well, how about the how about the Grizzlies?
4: grizzlies? Well, I feel confident we could take the Grizzlies with a bench. What have,
10: you, what have you seen? What have you seen from Jaron Jackson Jr. Do you think is 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 real?
1: Well, I mean, in the past we've seen it where the guy could block shots and shoot threes. So, sure, can he rebound? Um, he, he
10: rebounds. He rebounds like uh, like like I guess, doesn't. but
1: no one goes for offensive rebounds anymore anyway. So it's like you know. Okay, cool. So he
10: gets five defensive rebounds again. That's still under the league average.
1: Yeah, and by the way, two of them are probably off of free throws. That's exactly so I mean that's
10: they didn't let me like this they didn't bring in Steven Adams on accident yeah um they didn't do that because you know they really like the screens he sets uh their power forward slash like center prospect doesn't rebound
1: right John how are we feeling about the Mavs
10: (sighs) can we not (laughs) actually can we can we not (sighs) let's talk about the Mavs what
1: the KP KP and uh uh Donchich um pairing isn't going to work for you um no? I'm going to spoil that? No? <laughs> look, look, he's
10: I, – I, it hurts my soul, can we not? <laughs> he had some strong it, words about my bitch. I want to, to check out the Mavs. Um, KP looks better than he's looked in a while. Um, Does he stay healthy, though? No. It, listen, the, 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 Knicks, the Knicks are an idiot franchise, but when they said that his lower legs were done, I, I, I believe them. Um, I just don't, you know, I don't see him ever playing more than sixty games a season. Um, when he's when he's on fire, he is on fire. He looks like seven three KD. Okay, and when he's not, he can't move. And he's a uh, he's he's seven three Ryan Anderson. It, it's frustrating. We yeah. paid a lot for him. But, you know, that is, it is what it is. Well, I hope they use him better than they did last
1: year. That's my whole take on it was. um, Well,
10: okay, how do you use him better? Do you post him up? You can't shoot over Marcus Smart.
1: Well, there was something weird about the post-ups in the playoffs last year compared to, like, where we have seen him in the post be a lot better. I don't know what that was or what was going on. Maybe he wasn't working on it a lot. So, that's got to get better. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
10: He couldn't practice a bunch, um, is what I've heard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I talk I talked to Tim uh, Tim Kato a lot. Yeah. And he's pretty plugged in. And it, it, yeah, he couldn't practice a ton. Um, he's not he's not he's not strong in his lower body simply because he can't work it a ton. So you see when he beefs up, you know, he's like, oh wow, KP looks strong. He's not actually yeah. working those legs much. He deals with a lot of lower
1: leg injuries. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So so that that was one thing. So we've seen him be better. So I think that he can definitely improve down there. But then when he's like setting ball screens and popping is when you're really going to have you know the fireworks and you know at the, by the end I mean, he was just fireworks, posting up he shoots
10: up, 36% from three it's not fireworks well like, no when, but, and but, he gets good shots too well but she that's that, going to get him
1: shooter. the best opportunities versus like standing in the corner and wait for a kick out like a guard like that's what ended up happening so much last year which is like marginalizing I mean him.
10: sure but then you're playing the analytics game and like who would you I mean I don't know it's it, 36% from three not an efficient post-up player shooting 41% like if you just let him fly, he's he's a – I mean, yeah, he always shot low efficiency on high volume in New York. Like, I don't – we thought that, you know, we put him in our system, he's going to start shooting 40% from three, and he just never did.
1: Yeah. No, the it's, shot looks yeah.
10: great. It just doesn't go in at the rate that you think that it would getting the shots that he gets. Fair enough. John, I just want to make
4: sure this is clear. Who do you have beating the Warriors in the West outside of the Lakers who I would have us penciled in playing? You said no to the, the Jazz. You said no to the Grizzlies, Phoenix maybe. Oh,
10: Jazz beating the Warriors, yeah. yeah. With Clay or no Clay? We're
5: Playoff Clay's going to be Marty. healthy. You're kind of talking me into I mean, it. Like I was. Is Clay going to be healthy though? He tore
10: his ACL and his Achilles. Are we sure? What's yeah. what's Clay going to be?
5: Right. When, I, you're when you're people probably are like, right. oh, well," I
10: hope the ex person who came off of ACL injury, or Achilles injury by themselves is going to be you know eighty to ninety percent of the player they used to be. Well, what about both of them? Do, what do we hope then? Are they 50%? 60%? Well, like, seen seen was similar.
5: I believe okay. it was like Achilles and I don't know what the other leg was. It was ACL. He tore his ACL on his Achilles. That's John Wall.
4: <laughs> I'm talking about Western uh, Conference Finals. I'm not saying we're going to win the whole thing. Kawhi okay. is out for the Clippers. Jamal no, I, I, is I, out for the Nuggets. You know, the, the,
5: the, I'm the, saying uh, since John Wall had the similar injuries and like he came back, you know, yeah. Beats and shell F- like, Phoenix is like, the like, team
1: that man. they have to be concerned with, I would imagine. Um, yeah, It's Phoenix. You know, Phoenix is the, is the big it's one. Call I, I crazy. They're the I'm not scared of them. I yeah.
4: don't think they would have made it out of the first round last year. I totally believe that. They beat basically a Nuggets team without Murray last year. And well, then, that, I mean, as yeah. Alan could tell you with a Paul George picture as an oh, mm-hmm. avatar, they, the Clippers took them six games without Kawhi. I mean, and they blew a 2 nothing lead in the finals. I think Phoenix is a competitive team. I think there's a lot to like there. But this Warriors team has a nucleus that made five straight finals. And, you know, we've got similar guys coming back with just that mentality. I mean, I think Iguodala honestly would have been a bad signing for most teams in the league. The fact he's coming back to a system that he's familiar with. And clearly, I mean, he made some big plays tonight in a game. It It was like he was just back in his zone playing with us. He doesn't need to play more than 10 minutes a night, but still that's a huge advance from what we had playing 10 minutes a, li- a night last year. I just think, like, you know, if Clay's coming back, Wiseman's coming back, we already have a deep bench with the Damian Lee looks really improved. I think that has to be talked about. He yeah, looks Damian solid. He
10: also can't shoot off the dribble.
4: Okay, well, he looked great <laughs> he, tonight. I mean, dude, I don't no know if you want me to. He, hit
10: his he, doesn't to well, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. But he sure tries. Yeah, this man uh, is sure uh, to that's the, the problem. He tries.
1: Yeah. So all right, From well, that, listen, guys, uh, I got more people want to come in. I got to end the show because yeah, we're already yeah. going an hour and a half. And this is awesome stuff. You know, please come back. This is a great. Somehow we got you guys in a good pairing. I don't know how the, the, the basketball gods. Somehow made that happen. but well, uh, was, I've never talked to you before, Nick. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much, John and Will and, and Alan. And, you know, uh, you guys should get more followers or people, you know, follow these guys. I don't guys. have any followers I've never been on this before. Okay. Well, <laughs> welcome. Um, but we'll be, I'll be doing this all the time, every, at least once a yep. week. So well, hopefully we'll see you so back I'm on good. the show. See you then, Nick. All right. Great. See, uh, have a great night. You. Um, I feel bad for everybody out there Who's we're waiting You know I'm going to bring everybody in real quick And we're just going to do a, a, a crazy cacophony Of uh, we'll throw some stuff out there and, um, and see what happens In the next like you know five minutes Before as I wrap this up So I, we actually got a lot of people still over on YouTube Thank you for staying la- la- up so late uh, here It's already 11.15 on the west coast I can't imagine uh, where else you guys might be um, Alright well, uh, throw something out there We got a lot of people in the room uh, what, do, what do we say? Golden State looks like a college team, and that's a compliment. Golden State looks like a college team, and a compliment. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, the system, and they all play together like a team, and they probably even have joy for the game. Uh, yeah. It was very
2: exciting, yeah.
1: By the way, that's, you're right, that's exciting. That's what's not so exciting from most of the rest of the NBA, right? It looks all the same, and they, they all play very similar, and Golden State comes out there and does something completely different.
0: Um, yeah hello coach do you think uh, uh, what do you think of Patty Mills debut today I mean oh, like he, he got awesome. seven out of seven threes right at 21 points what do you think of that today I mean you, you almost want to say well who
1: needs Kyrie but they obviously do uh, yeah. but he looks awesome and he's such a great pickup for them I call that in the, in the, in the uh, summer um, just perfect by the way okay here's a hot take Uh, There's about four or five players in the NBA who when they're coming down the fast break, the defense is just completely petrified, right? And that's what LeBron James, it's uh, who else is that, Um, you know, maybe even Russ, Giannis, Giannis and LeBron, right? Well, guess what? When you have Patty Mills and Joe Harris coming down on the break. Uh, at you, that's really scary. It happened a few times tonight, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like they're going to get an open three, and you do not want to have that happen. So they're they're onto something on that. I'm telling you, uh, those two guys playing together, uh, it's a lot of shooting, and uh, so perfect perfect signing for them. Uh, I'm not too worried yet for the Nets, uh, but even though they lost tonight. So, uh, but I, I can't. I, there there wasn't a better signing and a better fit than than him than Patty Mills going to the Nets.
5: Uh, quick a thoughts on the Wizards. I think a lot of players could probably step up on that team.
1: You know, I I mentioned this to Bradley Beal this this past summer when he was working out here in L.A. And um, I I think Beal wants out, so I don't think that he you know he he didn't. I don't know if he's looking at it that way, but um, but I said that same thing to him. I'm like, you know what? There, I want to do a video. Like, there's something here. You, you you've much improved than you were last year, and you have a lot of these pieces that can fit together. So. So we'll see, like, maybe they'll, that, that starts to happen and, and Beal gets the, the feels and, like, no, you know what? Let me lead this team and I'll lead the league in scoring and we'll surprise a lot of people. Uh, I agree. I mean, l- l- let's go over who they picked up from the Lakers. Who did they get?
5: You know, Harrow. Um, uh,
1: KCP, KCP. Yeah, KCP. Harrell, Kuzma. And, uh, uh, Kuzma. Yeah, I, I like Rui. Uh, Avdia, you know, again, he was another guy who I don't like the way they, they was taught to shoot, but, like, and it, it kind of showed, but uh, he's got ability. Is he already back? Uh wait was he hurt I thought i just yeah, saw him play Yeah think
5: ACL injury Last oh, year,
1: I, did I see him playing in the in the in the uh, preseason? No, okay, never mind. I don't
5: know if he's cleared back yet, but yeah, I remember there was that.
1: Okay, so I, oh, uh, they look, know, I like, they like him. Dinwiddie as well. I mean, and, that's oh yeah, like, uh, Dinwiddie, big, absolutely. Just, who's who's yeah. got to you know mm-hmm. has to make it uh, you know re- reclaim his spot, and then uh, Daniel Gafford. So yeah, they have players that can do a lot of good things. So so I wouldn't be surprised if they you know make some noise in that you know eight to ten range and uh, and surprising people. Yeah. Anything
11: hey, else coach. real quick as we hey, start to wind, uh, wind up? Who
1: hasn't spoken yet? Uh, can you hear
11: me, coach? Yes, yoga. Uh, I want to say, how much do you think that the Warriors fans is kind of under underestimated uh, Clay Thompson's? Because um, a lot of fans, a lot of Warriors fans, especially kind of legitimately, um, in my opinion, kind of overrated um, Jordan Poole a little bit. Because there's uh, this particular lineup that Iguodala, Bielitsa, Jordan Poole, Damon Lee and Kevin Looney, they, they move the ball really well, but it's if Jordan Poole doesn't get his shots, it's kind of it's kinda of tough to see the offense.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, B so could do some things too. Uh did you mention him in that lineup? Yeah, yeah. yeah to a Yeah and and it, you know it, it's the system itself that when you get player movement and ball movement like that you're going to generate shots like it's so it, you don't necessarily need to have the guy who's going to be able to create for himself or for others uh, when when you know they're moving together and five men unit is cre- going to create shots, which doesn't really happen as much like it used to with the with the Spurs back in 2014. So I I, I think uh, you know as of now and on paper I, I feel like they're really in good shape. And then remember they are going to get Clay back, and that's going to everyone gets bumped down to a, a different role, but having already had experience at a higher role, and that's going to help them. And then Wiseman I think is terrific as well, and I'm sure he's going to take another step and improve so you know all signs lead in my mind to like them continuing to get better and better and uh, the floor already is you know 6th in the conference 5th and 6th in the conference so if you get better that means 4th, 3rd right and then all of a sudden now you have a home court advantage and, and who knows what happens if you get hot but it's early lastly the I want to yeah, go ahead.
11: the Ben Simmons situation um, how much do you think that the front office is kind of a big part of it. I mean, I understand that um, Coach Doc was kind of basically threw him under the bus, but how much that uh, the front office doesn't kind of address the elephant in the rooms in terms of like Ben Simmons couldn't couldn't shoot. Because I feel like if he less let's say for the Spurs, right, Pop will immediately say, Ben, you gotta shoot because you're a point guard. What do you think about it?
1: Um, well, OK, because everyone wants to blame Ben Simmons for what he's doing and why he got thrown out today. But, you know, it does all start with what like, like what Doc said and what Embiid said after the game, which we, it wasn't even like that bad. So I have to imagine that there was more stuff throughout the year that was just sort of turning him more and more off from the team. Um, and which, of course, is, you know, on Doc and on the front office and those guys for not being aware of and keep man- maintaining the relationship better. Uh, so that one, you know, off the cover mark at the end of a gr- grueling seven game series, you know, becomes this huge issue where he doesn't want to come back anymore. So you know that there's a lot of people to, to, to blame without question and um, I don't know in my mind, the only solution for them is to get into play and, and and stay with the team like you know not have to deal with the trade. They're never gonna get what they want for him. So just use him, figure out how to get him happier so he'll want to play. And if they can figure that out, then they actually might be able to play above over their heads a little bit, right? But when that's sort of when the joy of the game comes in a little bit, you know, if you need to be able to have another gear that's above maybe what you would have, you know, in your in your normal trajectory, that's, you got to be able to have a different um, mindset and not just sort of be the angry, oh, we're all good, we don't need to all get along to win. But you know, th- there is a moment when you need to have something different that I won't get you to play higher. So at any rate, um I, I think it's on the front office. I think it's on doc. They need to have a better goal for what they want to do, uh and figure that out, figure out what the language is they need to speak to Ben Simmons to get him to come back and play it hard and be like the play the way he had been in the past. And that's the I think that's the best scenario they have is to keep him and, and not trade him and, and just get him back on the court.
11: Uh I'll say this. This is just for fun. This is for Sixers fan. As a Spurs fan, I'll trade you. Thaddeus Young, a first-round pick, and Lonnie Walker. Would you would you accept it? No. Is it just
1: for fun? I mean, knowing what Maury Maury has been talking about, no way, right? They want like a legitimate, you know, uh, bona fide starter, like you know, top fifteen player in the league or something, which is probably not really what what's worth it because in this day and age, you know, okay, great, really good defender, but you know, it, it limited uh, uh, offensively. Um, I, I, I they wouldn't do. I, I can tell you right now, the Philly would never do that. Philly would need. Uh, somebody who's better on the Spurs? Um, gosh, let me look at the Spurs. Uh,
11: uh they declined the, the John T. Murray and Derek White package. So yeah, it's-
1: and by the way, those two guys would really, really help the Sixers. Like that's what they need. Um, you know what I mean? They, you know, they're not going to get Dame like Dame. You know, I mean, uh, okay, watch. Uh, the Blazers lose, you know, 10 of the first 15 games, right? And all of a sudden the murmurs are coming out and Dame, and they, and all of a sudden there's pressure to trade Dame. But, uh, wow, that that would be amazing if somehow morry could have figured that out and, like, and is going to wait for that. And, and by the way, that might be what he's waiting for. Like, they, they obviously want a guy like Dame. He's not worth it. Like, I would never give up Dame for Simmons in whatever package that is. But that's, uh, that's the kind of guy, obviously, who's really going to help the Sixers. Like, they should have tried to get Harden. When Harden went to the Nets, if that was really a package that was available to other teams, then the Sixers dropped the ball. They, that should have been their package, and they should have pushed harder to figure that out. That's, that's who they need.
11: I'm, I'm kind of surprised that the Sixers GM doesn't try to, you know, take this situation. It's kind of like a lose-lose situation. Like, like just look at the Spurs back then with the Kawhi Saga. Like, they, they pretty much got an okay package, but they, they just not they just want to, like, get rid of him. Right? So right. I'm surprised that they it, don't get rid of him.
1: Right. Well, it's tough because you don't want this, you know, distraction. But it's still so early in the season that you can kind of weather that and then, you know, eventually figure that out. But you're right. It's like, who's going to blink? It's hard to imagine that Ben Simmons is going to say, you know, I'm going to give away $50 million, whatever it is, or $40 million, and, and not play. But, um, you know, but stranger things have happened. And, you know, he might do it. Like Kyrie Irving. You know, it, it looks to me like he might actually, you know, forego all of that money and not play because he won't get the vaccine. Um, you know, it's it's a strange league with a bunch of strange people, and um, it, it's hard to figure that out. Ben Simmons might be that guy who's like, you're going to say, "Eff it, I'm not going to play, and I'm going to give away all that money. Hey, Coach. Yeah. What about Clay Thompson for Ben Simmons? Oh, wow. Okay. What? Well... It would have to be Clay and a pick and probably like another player, right? I mean, just thinking about more what more wants. So, so Clay is probably in that realm, but again, you know, who knows how he's going to move? He, you know, I don't, I don't think, think the I don't think the Warriors would agree to that. To be fair. Uh, oh, by the way, that's the other problem is the war. Yeah, he doesn't fit in the Warriors because like, okay, if he's going to start, so look at that starting lineup. You're going to do Kevon Looney, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons. And, you know, Steph, and, you know, I don't know, if you trade Clay, then Clay's not even there, and then it's the Pool, Like, that's not enough shooting uh, at all. And then, okay, then you put, uh, you know, Ben or whatever at center, and you can put Looney on the bench and you bring another shooter in, but still only three. I, I don't think it's enough. I think it's, um, I don't see how that fits very well at all, um, especially if you consider that usually the starting lineup is the most played lineup. Um, I don't see how that works. All right, well listen guys, I got to we got to go. It's 11 11:30 it's in my time. It's we've been on for a long time, but um, I'm going to post this as a podcast uh, on my feed so you all can hear it again if you want or if you miss part of it. Thanks. But um yeah, real quickly. Uh, no, someone wants want to say something? No. I have one last question. All right, hit it. Is Westbrook just completely done? Is he just finished as a player? Is he just completely washed up, pretty much? Well, athletically he doesn't look that way, so he'll always be able to make certain plays going to the basket, right? But um, you know, like I said earlier, it's like he he, he can't shoot threes. He doesn't have a floater game. He doesn't finish that well around the rim, generally. He was better in a a, a couple small spots recently, but not really. And so, you know, but he can pass, so he's got that. But it's like, so what do you have? You know, what is he really? Um, This is a pretty bad fit, and I think it's going to take a long time to make it work, if it it works at all. And so, um, as a result, like, yeah, you know, I don't know how many more teams he's going to go to or what they're going to do to try and fix the personnel. So... Um, and then the, here's the thing. As soon as the athletic ability starts to wear off, uh, I think it's going to be a very quick uh, decline, and, uh, and a quick and, and deep. So, um, you know, I, I think we've seen the best of Russ in the, in the rearview mirror for sure. And um, I, 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 I just can't see too many paths where he, he'll be able to, to, you know, be getting those triple doubles and whatever alongside LeBron and AD. I just don't see how that fits. You can admit it. He's a
8: bad basketball player.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I, I said this in privately. I'll say it here, I guess. Uh, I think he's probably the worst skilled superstar uh, we've ever had. Really? Yeah. And I, but and I'll give him the the term superstar. You know, I I'm I'm willing to give him that. He's won MVP and, and he's average triple double. But but as far as like this all around skill goes, I, I really feel like he's, he's there's a, such a huge deficit compared to every other superstar we've known. Um and he, that that it's uh you know but someone's got to be the the, the the that that role and that's him. Um but uh you know I I don't, I don't you know he's that's- just got a deficit of, of skills that uh, it's, it's hard to overcome for me. That's crazy to think
5: he was MVP like 4 years ago.
1: I mean, it's a narrative <laughs> thing too. I mean, what is a triple-double? It's a, you know, it's kind of arbitrary, right? Why is yeah. why is is 30, you know, 10 and 10 so much better than, you know, 27, 8 and 7? You know what I mean? It's like what is that? Why is that so so much better but it's a round number or whatever. Well, and, and Curry had a
5: triple-double tonight and I would argue he was like key to their whole victory tonight, but That's too That's for low. Like,
1: especially some of those rebounds uh, were, were really important for them. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Uh, cool. Well, listen, awesome stuff. Thank you guys. If uh, if you didn't get Thanks, chance Nick. to weigh in enough, uh, then please come in the next one. We'll be doing this all season long, at least probably once a week, at least. Uh, thank you guys for all being here. Thank you on the YouTube side. Wait, so Coach, many quick question, quick question. All right, hurry up. Let's do it real quick.
5: Could I interview? Project.
1: You want to interview me? Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 Sure. Email me. You don't. You have my email?
5: <laughs> no. Uh,
1: it's uh, it's Coach Nick <laughs> at bballbreakdown.com coach Nick at com.
5: got it all right
1: yeah email me i'll 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 talk to anybody anybody about basketball whenever they need so for sure all right all right guys Well, thank you so much I'm over coach. on um, the Green Room. Thank you so much over on, uh, let's see, YouTube. i got to remember how do I sign off now. i got so many places to sign off. But, um, again, uh, don't forget. I'll be back. Uh, I'll do a post as a pod. Well, I'll be breaking down Lakers-Warriors tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And uh, please come back to the YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't. And if you unsubscribe, subscribe back again. I could use some more subs these days. And um, don't forget, sports fans, at B-Ball Breakdown, we're not a channel, we're a conversation. You win? Are you in, Ellen? I'm in. All right.